Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Tab had a nervous breakdown and quit her job tomorrow, <laughs> and y'all lost a house. You lost a house. <laughs> it's just that simple. If you had a nervous breakdown and Tab lost a house, I mean, you lost a house. <laughs> There's a responsibility that we have that we just we can't afford to, you know. We don't have that space. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I'm Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-hosts, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. Got a, quite a bit going on over here. Uh, first, I want to read this quote to you, fellas, and get your thoughts on it. Uh, you probably already heard it. Everyone's going to hate me, but as a woman, just because you go and change your parts doesn't make you a woman. And that was uh, Macy Grace on Piers Morgan's show, I think, last week. And she obviously did the Deion Sanders about two days later and back and backpedaled. But it's not that far off from what I said in one of our episodes uh, a couple of years ago when I said, hey, I have no problem with referring to them as a woman. If that's what they want to be called. But in my mind, to me, they're not a woman like my wife or a born woman. I think y'all call them cis women or whatever the case is. They're just women to me. So to me, I do separate the two, but I have no problem with, I don't take issue with addressing them as a woman because they have that right to be addressed as such. So did you guys feel like what she said was that controversial? You trying to get us canceled? Uh, I don't. I I plead the fifth. I don't feel it's controversial. I feel like people are still entitled to their opinion. We've talked about this several times to the point where I can even be a supporter. I don't have to agree with your method or ideology 100%. So on, I think it was respect the asterisk uh, episode. We talked about that there. Like I can look at you, address you, respect you, treat you as a woman 99.9% of the time or even look at you that way but if there's still I have the right I feel to still hold that you know that 0.1 or 0.01% you know because that's just how I feel you know like it's we still have our no one's perfect we're getting better but we I mean, biologically, you have to look at it. You know, there, there, there are differences. I wouldn't treat them any different, but right, you know, respect the asterisks. I, I, going back to it, yeah, I, th- I, 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 I was playing with the plea the fifth. I really do think that there is, like you said, there is a difference. I'm not saying they're not a woman; they're a trans woman. 
I, I, I really, it, like Ferg said, 99%, they get all the rights, privileges, whatever, of a woman, but they are a trans woman. And so there are people, like we talk about dating preferences, things like that. You, I, I need to know that you're a trans woman. If I want children and I want my wife to have my child, right? I need to be able to, to know that you can't have those my children. Right, we got to do a surrogate or whatever if if we go down that route. I need to know those things. So I I I feel like you can say all day you're like you said I'm gonna call you a woman. You are a woman, but you are a trans woman, and and it is different than being a cis woman. Uh, and and just like we respect everybody's differences, I think you need to be able to respect that difference that you are different from a cisgendered woman. And I think it's slightly disrespectful too. So, and I, I asked that because you know, obviously, she got the usual death threats and all the nasty language that comes on social media. But that doesn't count. I mean, it counts, but people are always going to say crazy things. But in the Rolling Stone, which is a credible, you know, they they have some credible journalists that write articles. There's a quote in the Rolling Stone that says one thing's for sure. Gray's antiquated, misguided, and hateful rhetoric surrounding trans people is the type of sentiment that has had deadly consequences. The violent killings of trans black women, Brazil Johnson and Kitty Monroe last week are just the most recent examples. I think that's a bit too far. Just yeah, just to yeah. say that I don't think you're women. There's like there are differences. Like there are people that probably spew the type of language that leads to people hating trans people but not what macy grace said so but i, 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 I think it's, it's 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 it goes back to you know how people say i don't see color that's exactly the issue you're trying to erase the differences right oh they're just the same they're not just the same and and you have to respect those differences right i see color i see gender and so cisgender and transgender are different i see that i see that a transgendered woman has different like issues that they have to deal with than a cisgendered woman right like those those things so i see you and i see your differences and i respect your differences and that's the difference there is i can i can see you as different and still respect you as a woman. That's the yeah. difference. It gets. I, I hope it gets to the point where we can accept and respect the differences. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like that's what you're saying, Rosa. It has to get to the point where we we need to acknowledge it. I mean, it, this is the same reason women, black women, were killed for years when they got caught passing. Should should it matter? Maybe, maybe not. That's that that that's up for debate. But the thing about it is, when you mislead someone else, because that there there's the problem. Well, this is why I think some of these people are, you know, uh, there's now. Nah, don't get me wrong. There's some evil people in the world that just hate people. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but in some of these cases, what I'm hearing is, you know, you're thinking you're dating a certain person or you're involved a certain person and then you find out that's not true and people react I'm not saying it's justified but this is part of it like if we can get past the world where they have to lie or or hide the truth their truth then that might just be step one I don't I don't know the answer but 
you have to you have to respect that there's a difference and that's why people are reacting a certain way because there's a difference yeah and, and I, th- I, I think what it is i think the issue that they come in they, they have with it is when you say they're a real woman like saying real like we talked about how what makes a real man right and and how you can you can question that and everything that's that i think is their problem they're saying mm-hmm. a, a cis or a trans woman is still a real woman and and so I I, I see why they're getting okay. the pu- why Macy Gray gets the pushback there right it's like you don't tell me I'm not a real woman because I'm a trans woman um, you could say I'm not a cis woman you could say I'm not a biologically born woman you can say those things but that doesn't make me less of a real woman uh, and, and and I I can see that from them there, I know you there's didn't mean a this lot be a question more. buff yeah yeah I was gonna say there's a lot more and I'm known for doing that <laughs> taking my opening statement <laughs> and making it a question <laughs> uh, but I just I wanted to get some quick reaction the, other, the only other two quick things I got is I just wanted to give a shout out to Leslie and Eli uh, we went to a uh, wine festival in Percival, Virginia Key West uh, festival I saw my boy Frank and his lovely wife uh, Charity Frank who I uh, did the uh, other podcasts with Politically Entertaining it was great to see him. I didn't even know he was coming, so that was a great surprise. Had a great time. And it's still kind of cool to... I came across an ABC news producer a couple of weeks ago, and someone was like, hey, this is uh, Byron Evans. And he was like, you're the one that stole the interview. You got the Eugene Goodman interview. Like, we still get <laughs> flack from some of the news <laughs> outlets that we out-scooped them, man. So... <laughs> That's just kind of cool, man. So that's, that's all cool. I got, though, man. I, yeah, yeah. Shout out, um, didn't didn't Dunn uh, testify? I, I saw a couple of quotes from him uh, on a couple of news outlets. So, or were they using his old testimony? I think, in they, were those, using, uh, I think they were using his old. I think they were using his old uh, testimony, but he's been like all over the networks, MSNBC, CNN, giving like tons of interviews. So. He's all over this uh, January 6th here. Yeah, yeah. Love it, man. Keep doing what you're doing, Dunn. Um, I have a few things. One, shout out to uh, my city. I, I, I like to claim Birmingham as my city as well. I know I'm from Mobile, but shout out to my city hosting uh, the World Games. We call it the Baby Olympics. So it's the it's the it's all the non-cool sports out there, uh, but it's actually some really cool sports in there. Um, There's some gymnastics. Uh, there's like the floor shows and things like that in there. But there's also uh, like taekwondo, kickboxing. There's um, Muay Thai, which was awesome. Sumo wrestling is a part of it. And so you got like roller derbies in there. You got billiards, bowling. So it's it's the, the non-sexy sports that the Olympics has. But it's actually awesome to have all these countries here in Birmingham uh, and we're trying to treat them right. And Birmingham did a really, really good job of hosting, making it fun, putting out free events so everybody could actually enjoy it uh, at the same time. So I'm just really happy for that, man. Um, So shout out to you, Birmingham, for that. Uh, Did you guys get a chance to see the uh, Chappelle uh, episode or the new special that he got come out? No. Is it on Netflix? It is good. It's on Netflix. So it was his actual acceptance speech. You know, they were trying to name um, the theater at um, his old high school. Uh, well, I can't remember the name of the high school, but they're trying to is name the Duke? theater after him. Duke? Duke, Duke Ellington. Ellington. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In D.C., right? 
Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, Duke yeah. Ellington High School uh, for performing arts. Uh, and so they tried to name the theater after him and his acceptance speech he basically turned it into a special and it is awesome. He talked about the closer. He talked about the reaction for that. Uh, but I mean, when you talk about like a graduation speech, inspiring, um, talking about going back to your high school and all of that, it's just super dope, man. So check that out if you can. And finally, um, I don't know. We got a new challenge, fellas. So all the fellas out there, if you go to TikTok or you go and watch out, hashtag silhouette challenge it's the new red light one so uh if you're trying to look at that go check it out man it's 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 uh it's exciting i was gonna say that it's exciting so (laughs) that's all i got man all right i'm gonna make mine really quick i want to do a couple of shout outs first of all to my my niece jasmine cameron she is in barcelona right now participating in a youth softball turn well she just participated in a youth softball tournament representing team usa and they they won the tournament so that's awesome for her for her team to get to go and represent the u.s they were actually supposed to go last year um but because of the pandemic it got postponed to this year so they went she had a blast she's still there my sister's posting a lot of pictures she seems happy and i just i always love to see kids get exposure and be open to new opportunities um that's one another one is hats off to the bruz bookshelf they did a recent four-part episode on the autobiotic autobiography of malcolm x as told by to alex haley and it was really, really in depth. They hit on a lot of great points. Um, Lenny incorporated a lot of clips. They had some great guest speakers who were um, really in tune with Malcolm X. Has done studies, and I, I advise anybody who wants to dig a little deeper in Malcolm um, to take a take a listen. They had mixed reviews about the, the the man, the book itself. There's so much more out there, and uh, gave me a newfound respect for uh, Betty Shabazz. I actually want to hear her speak more. Oh, and some of the points they brought up, I, I definitely want to hear her speak more. So that's what a good podcast, a good book does. It makes you want to continue researching. So hats off to Lenny, Donovan, Walt, Teresa. And the rest of the Bruz Bookshelf, excellent show. Four parts, like I said. So if you got um, time, check it out. That's the Bruz Bookshelf. You can check it out on any podcast, Apple. I think they even do YouTube, uh, Google Podcasts, all the same ones you can find, Three Brothers No Sense. But one place you can't find them is Inspire Sorry. You on air in the new beat of the bay, because that's where we at. So 10 o'clock every Monday, make sure you check us out. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. That's real talk. Love it. We ready to jump in? Oh, before um, did y'all see the new the pictures from what was it the uh, the James Webb Telescope? No, like did, so you know they the Hubble is like the the one everybody knows. So the new telescope James Webb, it, it, they took a picture. They found like all these cool galaxies and all that stuff. Y'all didn't, man. Y'all are not nerdy enough, but the. I'm just saying, y'all not. Are y'all waiting for a joke? No, this is like real. This is real. I was thinking it was a joke. I'm thinking it's a joke. I I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if it was a joke, but no. I mean, I'm waiting on you to 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 invite us to Nerdland. 
No, okay. So just just putting it out there. I mean, it it exposed or showed like very very high quality pictures of like galaxies, everything else. They talked about it like being like looking back in time because they were like 150 million light years away. So basically what they're looking at is looking back at what it looked like 150 million years ago. So being able to see how galaxies form, what they look like when they're forming that type of thing. Uh, so it's opening up a whole new like level of astronomy by by like, just being able to look at this just this little small patch of uh, the sky. So uh, any of the aspiring astronomers out there, folks who just are interested in it, like I said, the big nerds, go check out those pictures, man. I mean, it, they're super duper dope. So that's all I got. I just wanted to bring that up. Appreciate it, sir. Yes. I had a joke around it, but it's just, it's not going to land now. So not even going to go there because you guys kind of ruined it with the, with the looks. Just just try to slide it in. I was, I was, I was waiting. Nope. 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 I didn't want to do it. Okay. I'm on, I'm on strike. You're drinking a nice red tonight, Byron? I am from the, um, from the vineyard that we that I mentioned. Uh shout out to Bro Vineyards, not B R O by the way. It's B R E A U X. But uh, oh, because I thought it was like I was about to say it's black owned. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah, man. It was it's a nice dope, man. Very nice. And I'm I'm enjoying this red too. Yeah. But anyway, enough Is about it. it. Go dry. Ahead. How how's it? Are are you there yet? It's good. I don't. Well, you can describe it, it, it the is, notes. It is and... dry. It's dry. It's dry. I actually had the description of all getting, the notes. You're getting the fruits. <laughs> what know? is it? No, I don't swirl it around. It's it had legs. <laughs> I'm getting undertones of nuts. <laughs> is that a peach? <laughs> I admire people that can do it. Not not people who fake do it. Like people who pretend they like jazz. I don't like people who pretend they know, but I do admire the people that really know what's going on. Ooh. Yeah, and it, for real, if you've never been to a wine tasting, um, I, I went to a wine and cheese tasting. I mean, those are really fun to go to too. Uh, yeah. Even if you don't like really, really like wine, it's just kind of cool. Like you said, listen to it, and and they'll kind of walk you through it, and you will. You'll start to kind of pick up on oh this one is more oaky or this one is more fruity and everything right. so yeah it's it's a fun little experience if you want to go for a date night or something find a sommelier find someone that does like a wine tasting um pairing it with some cheese that type of thing uh that's a, it's a cool little date night if you want to try to take a, take advantage of that all righty well let's jump into it fellas who's up first um i can go my question I saw a post. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. Um, it came out of Unilad, which is kind of like a um, a British like periodical. And uh, a dad there abandoned his child at preschool after he found out that he wasn't the dad. So, you know, found out and was just like, well, I ain't going to pick up the kid. The kid ended up being there for like four or five days. Like, like nobody came to pick up the kid and they were like calling, calling, calling. He just like completely abandoned the kid when he found out that the uh, child wasn't his. Um, I don't want to go to that extreme, but I did want to ask about when somebody raises a kid that they think is theirs, uh, but then finds out that the child isn't theirs. 
do you guys think it's okay if they just say wash their hands and walk away or is it like I'm five years in this kid thinks I'm their dad should they stay so my answer is similar to the whole uh, McDonald's skit uh, that we talked about last week in that um, I don't think he's obligated to stick around and remain the father figure um, but it's I mean it's cool if he does if that's what he wants to do that's cool but he's not obligated to and I for one don't blame him if he does decide to walk away Perk? agreed I mean it definitely would be nice but I mean it depends on what he's looking for if he's is he if he's looking for a life outside of just being a father because there's you know let's say him and the woman are married there's being a husband and being a father and you know where my 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 priority is you know spouse first parent second we might we all disagree on that but that that's me and my thing is once i've been deceived by this this person this mother i feel like at a certain point i have i have the right to go be happy i have the right to be with somebody and continue a life or start a new life with somebody who is loyal trustworthy and stuff like that it would be tough to um exit the house and maybe i would still keep some kind of relationship with that kid but at the same time i have to be true to myself because nobody else was right and go find somebody where i can be a husband and a father in that that, in that situation but you know the i feel sorry for the kid but you know i I don't want people staying in relationships just for the kid i mean that's that's to me that's the same as same way as a abusive relationship or just being unhappy in a marriage you have to be true to yourself and i know people i know people and they call them they have fake kids and they still Mm -hmm. do for their fake kids but they moved on with their lives. Yeah, that's that my my take on it is okay, so it it's a little nuanced. I think what that dad did to that kid was, was 100% wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. You you don't you don't abandon that is that is trash. You Where don't was abandon the kid. Where was uh I I can't remember. They they just said they couldn't contact her and so she maybe she was trash and and you know, he was kind of a, a lone dad and when he found out the kid when he is, he's like, "Well, I ain't doing it either then like she she left but again he was trash uh for that but what i will say is i think what just like you guys are saying i'd probably stay in the child's life because at that point you know i love this kid right i'm i'm four or five years in i'm six years in and i feel like i'm this child's father i don't think you can just turn that off but at the same time I'm not tra- I'm not paying child support. Not keep I'm not staying with her. She's a cheater, right? So, I'm not staying with her. I'm breaking off that relationship and I've got to figure out now how do I be stay in this child's life. Um and then it's really up to her whether she's going to let me stay in this child's life without me paying child support cuz I've seen where um courts have said if you want to stay in the child's life, you got to pay child support. If you're going to act like the father, then you still got to uh be the father. Like there, there's been those situations where courts have made non-parents pay child support because they had chi- they had parented the child for so long 
even though they didn't know that the child wasn't theirs, when they found out, they still keep them on child support. That's about the dumbest shit in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why the courts would do that, but I've seen I've seen a couple cases like I that. Just, I just I and get so frustrated with stuff that just doesn't that makes no sense. I get it. She got a free dad. He got a free daddy for 12 years. She got a she got a cakewalk for 12 years. She got some child support. You lucky they don't make them pay back child support. And pay or it back. Reverse, that's what reverse. I would. That that yeah, if we're being if we're being equal about it, that's what should happen. Is if you lied to me, like if you knowingly did it. Now I can understand if you know we we thought I didn't get a, a paternity test. We I knew, you know, you were sleeping around, like we weren't together together, and I just ended up being the, the father and I never got a paternity test. That was dumb on my part. Cool. I'm not paying child support or I'm not, I don't want back pay. But if yours, like, you know, we were married and I, you know, parented this child for 10 years. And then all of a sudden it comes out that I'm not the dad. Then, you know, no, I need, I need that back child support. If I paid child support the last five years, if we separated at five in the last five years, I've been paying child support. I need that money back. But the courts will never do that because the courts are very much skewed toward the the woman in in those situations. Yeah, he wouldn't be canceled. What? Oh, y'all y'all don't agree with me? Y'all don't think the courts are skewed towards <laughs> no, women? I, I, women know that. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree, with you. and I agree with her too. That is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta agree with me. This shit's stupid. <laughs> I don't need you to co-sign. It's just dumb. But um. I mean, I feel sorry for the kid, but to me, sometimes a clean break is just best, you know, because if I am, let's say I'm a, I'm a good husband, good father, and how do I move forward in my life? Like, how do I, how does that affect my, my future? I meet, I meet Zabrina down the line. And I'm trying to create a life with her, but I'm still tied to something that I really don't have a tie to outside of just being a good guy and moral moral obligations. Like, is it is it fair to be almost moonlighting as a dad? You know, for a child that's not yours, you know, does it allow you to continue to be? to grow and move move forward you know that me and i i don't know i don't know what to tell him it always sounds good but hey yeah it's 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 hard to walk away from that child though i mean so it might be one where you want to do that but you just can't do it right you you're just so emotionally attached to that child that you have to do it so yeah it's a tough situation so women stop lying i'm just playing <laughs> women don't lie <laughs> women don't lie yeah it's not stop lying that's a lie (laughs) all right is it on me yeah it's on you man all right let's go with that kind of same same theme so i was engaged in a um several debates this week and one was i would even call this one a debate it was more so an exchange of thoughts the the person who made this post was very receptive of my response I'll read the post first and then I'll hit it with my question. So one of our, my, uh, one of the Deltas from fam, I'm known for 20 plus years, really brilliant young lady. I respect her a lot. Her post was, is it me 
or are men really this emotionally ignorant? What is happening? I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. So I don't want to go into the post itself about whether men are emotionally ignorant or not. My question is, do men have the, and not even men, do black men have the freedom of speech, the same freedom of speech that our black women have? An example is a post like this. Can a black man make this post and not be canceled and or attacked? And can a can black women get away with this? And if you defend yourself or black men defend themselves, is it is it is it equal? That's so multi-layered. Um so no men can't make a post like that and get away with it. Um, they're going to get attacked 100%. Uh, and, and I think what ends up happening is women, when they attack a post like that, they come and for some reason, it's okay for them to speak for all women, right? They'll say, all women aren't like that. You met the wrong ones, yada, yada, yada. You're messing with them and everything. And But when guys try to come on a post like that and try to speak for men or say, all men aren't like that. We, you know, we, and they'll, they'll, they'll make us the exception. We'll be like, well, you're not bad, right? You're one of the good ones, but men in general, and they still stick to their guns of men in general are emotionally ignorant or whatever. Or, or in this case, I saw where, you know, somebody made, made a comment and it was like, see what I mean? It, it, you, you almost can't defend yourself. Right, because yeah. I mean, what, what what was the context of that? Like, what was she talking about when she says, "Are men this emotionally I guess dating like, or whatever what was... the case the case may be?" So I, I'm not even getting into the post itself. Just think about any of the negative posts you see. You know, if you defend yourself as a man, or if you let's say, well, women do something similar. So there you go. Like it, it's always a it you it's a we can't accept the post or we're mansplaining or whatever it is. We can't accept the truth. Whatever it is, their post is legit. And anything in disagreement with it is a problem and almost uh, a further attack on men that maybe even to some prove their point. And I'm not saying yeah. men are, you know, there's trash. And, and men the, anyway. the, the, the funny part about it is if no man comes on the post and says anything, See what I it's mean? still an indictment. They are not, of course it's right because they're not coming to defend it. So yeah. it's, it's you're damned if you do damned, if you don't yeah. with, the, I, with those I, posts, I actually see it slightly different from you guys. Uh, I think it's both sides. I think women get attacked when they make posts like that. I think men get attacked when they make posts like that. Black men, especially, you know, for 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 years have made posts like, uh, black women better watch out now. Uh, soon as white women learn how to season food, it's going to be over for y'all. You know, and then black women make the posts like you just made first. So I think both sides do it and both sides get attacked for it. For me, <clears throat> it's become exhausting. I've expressed how I'm just sick of the whole battle of the sexist posts. Um, you know, like for her to to make a post like that, it's a it's a little disappointing for anybody to make a post like that. It's a little disappointing. Um, you've never met the majority of black men in this country. 
you've never met the majority of black women in this country. So anytime you make a post, it's really just based off of your experience and not the totality of what's out there. Uh, so it's always disappointing when I see these type of posts and I wish we would stop. Like, what are we getting by doing this other than getting people to co-sign and social media high five you and, and get other people to argue against you and just have a hundred comment posts on social media. I can't think of anything you can get out of it because it's not like you're coming from a place where you're trying to reach. Like if you truly feel that way, and I'm not even talking about her post specific, specifically. If you truly yeah, I don't feel that way about her. about I want to get on right, the show. Right. If you truly feel that way about black women or if you truly feel that way about black men, there's a better way you can come out and, and, and try to reach those people and say, hey, why is it that men do this or do that or won't do this or won't do that? Why is it that black women do this? Have a dialogue. But when you start off a post like like that, where it's pretty much an attack or an indictment, you're never going to get anywhere. And I just I never see the post the point in these type of posts. I agree to a certain extent. I, yeah, both both parties make these posts. But I mean, even on this show, like we'll be thinking something like, mm, can't say that. Because we understand the backlash that comes with speaking out against women, especially black women. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have a little more freedom. I, you feel like they have a that's little more freedom. That's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, you have the, everybody can make the post. We all, we're still men. We're going to say what we want to do. We like a little controversy here and there. Hell, this question saying is going to cause some controversy. I get it. But there's a certain, you know, like, yeah, they know. Oh, she knew guys are going to say something about that post. Right. Does she have to work? Does she have to worry about being canceled? Do women get canceled or have backlash for the same post? If I made that post, is there me or women emotionally ignorant? I might lose my freaking job. Like I could see somebody taking that to HR. And it's not the same. That's what I mean. Like we all say with that. Well, we all say stuff, but there is more backlash when it comes. You know, we have to bite our tongue a little more. And I'm with you. I think we need to have more healthy dialogue. I think we need to be more realistic and say that, you know, what is emotionally and I and I kind of push back on excuse me, the term emotionally ignorant. I think for one, you're starting off with something that's gonna be that's gonna cause conflict. Nobody wants to be called emotionally ignorant. So even if you have somewhat of a valid point. Once again, it goes back to the whole Kevin Samuels, the same way women couldn't accept the uh, what is what's he call them leftovers because of the leftover statement or comment. The argument is lost in this case. You know, we say the same thing. Maybe he shouldn't say that, you know, like it's his it's delivery. But Kevin Samuels is a perfect example. He could have his 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 words can be just as harsh and just unapologetic but he's not getting can he got you know it was it people were coming for his head i look you at know, kevin Sanders he was like he, uh my bad my bad go ahead no he he was to me he was the first person i've seen really come with that same amount of energy mm-hmm. yeah. you know and it was and it was like oh no no you're not gonna talk about us like that 
But, you know, we've been growing up for years. Men are trash. Don't trust them. You know, all mm-hmm. kind of movies and Tyler Perry specials that make black men look like trash. You know, that became kind of our norm to get talked about. You know, we felt good when we saw a sister standing up for us, like verbal. I mean, like uh, out in public and verbally and stuff like that. Now, we have a lot of black women who stand up for us and they love us. Love our dirty draws. Don't get it twisted. But to them, that was a shock. You know, like his his the way he came out out the gate. They ain't never seen it like that. But Buff, you, I feel like you got something. No, I was just going to compare him to, um, and maybe I've done it on the previous episode before. But he he reminds me of Fox News because he is he is the pushback to some of the stuff you mentioned that men felt like they dealt with for decades and decades of the slandering and things like that. Just like Fox, the reason why there is a Fox News is because there was a segment of America that felt like they wasn't represented by the CNNs, by the NBCs. Mm-hmm. They felt like they were too liberal, too left. And so that created a space for Fox News to say, hey, we're going to go the completely opposite way of that and, and give you a different take on things. And that's exactly what Kevin did in a very, very harsh way. Keep in mind, his first viral video, he was using the woman's words that she said. Agreed. And for some women, that's still, he was still being too mean. She was the one that said she was average. And he repeated that. You're average at best. Those were her words. I, once again, you cannot, you can't even use a woman's words <laughs> if it's not favorable. You can't even use a woman's words. She said it, not him. And he got attacked. That's my point. It's like freedom. You don't have that same freedom of speech. You call my show asking my opinion about you. I ask for feedback to, so I can get an understanding of your thought process. Then when I use your thought process on my show, where you called in asking my opinion about you, the pushback. And I, and I, I agree. I don't, I don't think we should be slandering each other. I hate seeing black men come at, or men come at women. But I think there are some truth in some of the conversations we have, and we have to be more open and honest about it. So if you make a post, or you ask a question, and a, a man gives you an answer, or men are giving you answers, and you're like, no, that's not the way it is. Women can't tell you how men think. You can have you can ask that post, and you have a thousand women telling you what men are doing, and it's like the same way we can't tell you what women how women think. We have to be open, and I think that's just not with men and women I think that's with all groups who have opposition you know white people are scared to have the the race conversation because if they say anything same situation they they feel attacked like they're like I'm just gonna shut up because I don't have freedom of speech to show maybe my point my opinion is ignorant but it's still my opinion I can't we can't have the dialogue to move further because we can't get past this. If I say the wrong thing, I might lose my job. Yeah. And when it comes to like uh, stuff about like guys being emotionally in- in ignorant and stuff like it's not necessarily that it's we're different or that guy or those people that they're interacting with are different in how they process their emotions, how they show their emotions and things like that. That doesn't mean they're ignorant or anything. And I think that's the problem is all of those posts generalize 
they take one little piece and say these are my experiences so I'm going to generalize to all guys not, not even that I think these opinions just like ours come from a bar of our understanding if women are setting the bar of what emotional intelligence looks like and the way we show emotional intelligence is different then we're 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 lost the same way i made a post the other days and i I think it was very fitting i talk about it a similar subject all the time about men needing more respect and you know if if we look at respect as a kind of a form of love you know but you're you no, that's not love this is what love looks like and you're like but that's what love like you're making the definition and you're painting the picture of what love or these standards are but those aren't our standards there's only one person that's making these rules you're saying we're emotionally ignorant or maybe we're not too, we're not sensitive enough but men are at the same time you're way too sensitive so somebody is either we're both right we're both wrong or maybe we just both need to have a conversation and figure out what's a nice middle ground for us to meet at. Like you can't tell me that I'm wrong when it comes to my emotional intelligence, but because you are, you overreact, you, you know, you're way too emotional and stuff like that. You know, cause when me and Z first started dating, she, she used to say this when we got really serious, like, I wish you were more sensitive or something like that. And I was, you know, we would talk about it. I'm like, mm, Really? And I would explain, we would actually go through the scenario of what that would look like. And she's like, mm, I'm good. I don't need that. You know, do mm. you really want, you know, when we were at one point, all guys wanted to like, we wanted the homegirl. We wanted our, we wanted our lady to be our, our best friend, our homeboy. Like, we just want to be like one of the fellas. And you get that like, Mm-mm. nah, <laughs> nah, right. no, 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 no. I, you're too much <laughs> like me, you know, yeah. because we think that's what we want. And we're setting the bar on what we think is cool and acceptable. That's not. There's differences. And we, we, you know, we counterbalance each other. We balance each other out. And I don't know. Just let's have real conversations. It'll get you a lot yeah. further. All right, man. Um, I guess this is the man episode. Um, so very, very simple question. I feel like I know the answers, but you guys are great at elaborating. Uh, are, are men's mental health or is, is a man's mental health taken seriously enough in our society? Because we saw the meme, and this was before the Oscar slap that Will Smith did on Chris Rock. We saw the meme of Will Smith at the red table uh, with his eyes watered up, being made fun of. We saw Tyrese when he had his breakdown being made fun of. Hell, uh, Riza, you mentioned- uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. You mentioned uh, uh, my coworker, Officer Dunn, earlier. You, I had uh, other law enforcement people call and say, yo, why was he crying at the hearing, man? What's wrong with him? He Is he soft? Like, like questioning him because we saw what January 6th was like, man, you know, and everybody has a different experience. Y'all don't know what that man went through, but he was automatically questioned for it. As much emphasis as we put on uh, men's mental health now, I think there's even a month dedicated to it. We mention it as much as possible. Maybe it's taken more seriously than it used to be, but do you think it's being taken seriously enough? Or are those just empty words when we say, hey, men's mental health month, make sure you call this number or something? Like, I think people say those words, but in the real life situations, how seriously are they taking 
men's mental health? I'll I'll go first because I mean you know I'm pretty open about my PTSD and and, yes. and my mental health issues and stuff like that and so you know I I think folks look for the violent mental health breakdowns like when you talk about if you need somebody call somebody like if they're suicidal they'll take that seriously if they you know are homicidal they'll take that seriously uh, but there's a spectrum there depression is one that people don't take seriously right like if i'm just depressed and it's hard for me to get out of the bed um then you're soft if if i can't control my emotions and i cry because i all of a sudden got a trigger and boom i'm flashback i'm having a flashback and i well up that doesn't that's you're, you're soft at that point right that's not mental health to people uh, because they don't know or don't understand the spectrum of it all so I 100% agree with you or or uh, uh, I 100% think that it's not taken seriously enough. Uh, and that's all mental health, not just men's. But I really do think that men's mental health is probably even lower on that rung because until it gets to where you're blowing up, until it gets to the point where, you know, you have this violent reaction, then you're OK. Like you bottle it up, deal with it, guy, man up take care of what you need to take care of. I think we had that post we talked or we were uh, discussing about guys just have to be okay. It's just like, you just, you just, you just take care of it, figure it out. And mental health becomes an issue when you can't take care of it anymore, when you just blow up. Um, So I, I definitely think people just discount it or don't worry about it or don't think about it. And they will, they'll call you soft. They'll call you all kinds of names. If you're dealing with it, and they see you dealing with it yourself, they'll call you soft. And if you go try to get help, they'll call you soft. So it's like, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get better and you still call me soft. But at the same time, if you see me just randomly crying, if you see me shrink, shrink away from a group, if you see me like, like I, I just left from the World Games, I was, I was talking about that. I was there for about an hour and I started feeling overwhelmed. I was like, it, it, it's the, the crowd started getting bigger and everything. And I was like, all right, I got to go. Uh, and so, you know, people don't think about that and don't really understand all of that. Right. They're just like, oh, come on, let's go be out. Let's go have fun or whatever. And you're like, I, I can't. I literally can't. <laughs> you you want me to have a go over there and have a panic attack? Because that's really what's going to end up happening if I get out there like that. So like that's that's where folks have to really, really kind of understand that there is a continuum. There's a spectrum. But right now, I don't think they do. And they they just don't either. They don't care or they don't understand it enough to really like, you know, pay attention to it. So Rise, I agree with you 100 percent. You talked about the spectrum. I think you 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 wrap that up perfectly. I'm gonna bring up another one. I'm gonna call about the, the space. It's the fact that our mental health is so low on the totem pole of priorities. Because if you have the space, and what I mean by space is you can go be, you can go get therapy, you can go do all this stuff, but there's other shit you need to take care of first. It's like if if there's you gotta handle the, the stuff that goes on. So you you said we have to be okay. And I think we've had this conversation and maybe we even shared it on the show. For one, I'll kind of highlight your spectrum. As long as we're not doing those violence things and we're functioning, 
we're okay. Mm-hmm. As long as we're functioning or functionable, continue on. And so that's what I mean by the space. So I, if you're functioning, you're not about to kill anybody, not to kill yourself. You're not doing drug overdoses and stuff like that. You're okay. You're able to keep your job and all this stuff. Those are the things you need to worry about. Because as much as we we talk about men having, you know, their their our mental health is important. Failures are failures outweigh our mental health. If Rizzi's going through something, Rizzi's his PTSD is taking over, and Rizzi loses his job, Rizzi's a failure. You need to you need to get your shit together and get your job back and stuff like that. If you can't get out of bed. You need to suck it up and get out of bed. You got to, you got, you got kids, you got all this stuff. People got wives, all this, like you got to, it's, it's not the same. And I think for a lot of women who, who want to be supportive, they can only be supportive so much. If all that, if all that other stuff yeah. is taken care of, I support you then. So as long so as these bills paid. My wife is dope as hell. She's one of the dopest people I've ever met in my life. If she was going through something and she couldn't get out of the bed, the world would expect me to take care of her and make sure she was okay. Agreed, right? Mm-hmm. If I was going through something and I couldn't get out of bed, the world would expect you, you to clock. get up and get out of bed. You, you on the <laughs> and if I didn't, she Dude. would get more kudos. Like, I don't know what, like, I mean, I know, I know he going through some, I know he lost his dad. I know he lost his grandmother. I mean, I was going through some things like I was, we had this conversation. I was functioning. Like I was dealing, I was, I'm still, I'm grieving, uh, dealing with some depression, stuff like that. Um, and I had to take a break. I had to take about a week off of work just to kind of get myself back together. And Z was super supportive and all that stuff. But at the certain time, I had to, I had to be okay. So somebody asked me and maybe it was you, Rizzi. It's like, are you okay? And I think my response was, I gotta be like mental health is almost extracurricular activity for us. It is. It's a nice to have because at the end of the day, as long as I'm okay, which is functioning, I may never be good, but as long as I can function and I'm not saying women have it made and you guys aren't dealing with mental health issues and I'm not, I'm not trying to compare. It's not a pissing contest. What I'm saying is we have so many priorities or responsibilities, you know, where any failure we have you know mental health or not it's still a failure if I can't function I can't take care of my wife and kids it is a failure it doesn't matter what happened screw your PTSD Razi get Mm -hmm. over it mental health isn't an excuse for us to to not live our life that's what it is that's what it is that is you know and it's more not even that the pressure is to we're solution oriented how do you get over it you're dealing with you're dealing with PTSD you need to find a way to get over it so you can function you're dealing with depression you need to figure a way to get over it so uh, we watched this video that poor shape gave us about uh, Shaq and when I went back and looked at, looked at it I get it he said I don't have time for emotions I get it to a certain extent it's not as blanket as we try to make it I, I took it as far as it's like I can't be emotional because I have these priorities that supersede all my emotions. Like I got to get up. I got to do all these things. If I don't, my response, my responsibilities dictate 
that these things come first. My wife, my kids, my job, my house. Like if Buff, y'all lost a house tomorrow, they ain't looking at Tab. Ain't nobody looking at Tab. If Tab had a nervous breakdown and quit her job tomorrow and y'all lost a house, you lost a house. <laughs> it's just that simple. If you had a nervous breakdown and Tab lost the house, I mean, you lost the house. <laughs> There's a responsibility that we have that we just, we can't afford to, you know, we don't have that space. You know, I I remember, man. I hate I can't think of his name, but he went to Lafleur. I think he was a, a underclassman, like graduated a year or two after us. But he was one of the first casualties in the Iraq. Well, Af- we went to Afghanistan first, right? He's one of the first casualties. Right. Of, um, you know who I'm talking about? I'm looking at. I um, see his face right now. John yes. Johnson. Um, Howard. There it is. Thank Howard, you. Howard, Howard Johnson. Yep. Howard Johnson. Rest in, rest in freedom to you, uh, young brother. Um, I remember his father doing an interview on TV and he wasn't crying or whatever. He just was speaking of him or whatever like that. And I remember people just saying how strong his dad, he's like, man, his, his dad is so strong. Did you see that interview? He's so strong. And that was because he wasn't crying. And I, I remember thinking, like, so if he had tears coming down his face, would that make him weaker, less strong? You know what I mean? So I, I just remember that. I feel like men's for, for all the rhetoric that we hear now, go get help. You know, it's okay. We normal we normalize going to therapy. I think it still can be weaponized against us because, you know, we know therapy is not a, a cure-all. So whatever you're going to therapy for, let's say you, you're going to therapy, but you wind up having an outburst or whatever the case may be. There are some people that if if they don't feel like dealing with that, they're going to weaponize and say, you, you need to take your back to therapy. You know, they're going to use it against you. It's, it's, it's weaponized. So for all the rhetoric of, you know, it's okay to do it, it's okay. There are people that will still weaponize it. And a lot of what you said is true too, Ferg. Like, you can you can have depression or, or whatever you men can go through it, but it can't beat you down. It can't beat you down to the point to where you can't go to work or you know you you can't pay bills. Like you, like people will understand your depression, but like you and Roger say, you still better be getting things done, or people are not going to understand it at all. They're, you're going to be weak and soft and things like that. And, and the last thing I want to say is. I got to call some women out too, because there are women that say they want a man to be more. The reason why men are so violent is because they don't know how to express their emotions. They want men that are more sensitive and that can express themselves. Most of the time they're talking about for them, be more sensitive in the, in the relationship, be more loving, be more romantic, but all that other stuff, you need to figure out a way to deal with that. You need to go get some help with that. They're not as sensitive to the the other things that we go through a lot of times. So I just I just was really curious what y'all thought about it, man, because I do think we've made strides in it. I do think um, you know, for 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 all the the the, the disagreements I had with Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club, I do give him credit for championing men's mental health and, and pushing 
men to go get help and go get therapy. Ferg, you're a big proponent of it. And Rizzi, it's great that you're open about what you're going through, man. So we've made strides, but I just, I wanted to bring this question up because I feel like we still got a lot, a long ways to go. Yeah. I mean, and even it's a little, I give a couple of things. Women, especially a lot of single women out there, I know you have those similar responsibilities. And if you don't get it done, you know, it doesn't get done. I get it. Um, but I will give y'all credit for something. Y'all know how to, even the people that aren't going to therapy, for the most part, women know how to support each other with their mental health and their problems. You know, Yo-ho. and yeah, and they do, not even just support, they do things that are truly therapeutic. You know, if they do a girls weekend, they get away, they'll go to the spa, they'll, you know, they'll sit on a boat and just... You know, they don't they, they can do a whole weekend with no guys, you know, even when Z had her uh, bridal uh, shower shower weekend, you know, they did so much just therapeutic stuff. A guy's weekend. We're trying to end your life. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need a vacation from your vacation. <laughs> Think about it. We're going to we can go to the exact same spot. We're going to try to if we get a boat. Regardless, like guys, gonna guys want women around. Guys are gonna get hammered. They're going to do stuff that just like we're going nonstop. We if we're celebrating Rizzi's 40th birthday, we're going nonstop. And we're trying to get Rizzi to die. You know, we almost you pretty much died for your 40th. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. died all weekend, but that's that's the difference. You know. We don't do as much therapeutic things, you know, but like, yeah, fellas, let's just get together and just, you know, let's do a spa weekend in like, uh, you know, one of these Arizona or something. Go to a, you know, we're not doing that, which might be the most therapeutic. (laughs) Exactly. We can't. But that's the thing. That might be exactly what you need. It might be the most relaxing moment of your life. You go into one of these, you know, shamans and, you know, we're doing it and it could be it could be what we're missing. But we're not taught to like we're taught to go full blast. A guy's getaway weekend. You. I would say that's what your friend meant by emotionally ignorant. <laughs> she might be right. Like, we, what what is self care for men? I'm not gonna well, lie. We, we I don't I, I don't know what self care is for men, but I I started this two years ago. Once a year, I do a me day, and like last year for my me day, I went and got a massage, uh, a pedicure, and a nice steak dinner just by myself in the city and and came back home later that day. And um, it's something I'm going to continue to do. But, you know, every man is different. For some men, it may be going out with his closest boys, having a cigar or whatever like that. But but find what what relaxes you and that you don't mind doing with, you know, with your boys or whatever. And that could be a possible solution. Yeah. I mean, I like that. Good question, Buff. Let's go ahead and close sure. it on out, fellas. Um, only thing I got, man, is if you're looking for something to watch with the kids, uh, especially our our, our African American listeners, uh, the Sea Beast 
is coming out on Netflix. It's um, a cool little take on uh, like pirates and stuff like that it, but it's animated so if you want to watch that with the kids and, and see some representation I'm just really really liking that they're showing a lot more representation uh, in these shows and it's not just the same old type of uh, stuff it started with uh, what Doc McStuffins and all of them and so we're starting to see a lot more representation in the uh, kids cartoons and things like that uh, that's not just so the kids can see themselves in fantasy stuff and 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 just really imagine themselves in this so uh go check that out if uh you're looking for something and uh just kind of piggybacking on this mental health thing man when we say don't be scared to go and reach out and stuff don't wait until you're ready to blow to reach out like Mm -hmm. if you start seeing that you know hey it is kind of hard for me to get up hey something's not right something's off Go ahead and look for a therapist. Go talk to somebody. Uh, find you somebody that you can talk to, um, but address it then before it gets to to be too much. So that's how. To 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 piggyback off what you just said, Rosie. Um, I actually and I can't believe I forgot to mention this on the last show. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did a podcast, uh, Crescent Cuties. Uh, check them out on Facebook. You can listen to the episode we did. But uh, one of the topics we talked about was why is it when um, when a significant other so when a man gets sick or terminally ill the woman you know sticks by his side tries to take care of him she stays in the marriage when it's the other way around and a woman gets terminally ill percentage wise men leave much more than women do and one of the reasons that studies showed is that and this puts the onus on us men is because women like Ferg just brought up, women have a great support circle. So when they're going through something, if they're taking care of a terminally ill husband, they have friends and sisters or their mother that they can talk to, confide in, and and share what they, they have no problem sharing whatever with their friends. As opposed to men, we, we may share everything with our wife, but there's some things we want to even share with our boys. And so we feel like a lot of times, depending on what you're going through, the only person you can share something with is your is your spouse. And if they get terminally ill, you don't have any el- anyone else to turn to because I guess men feel like other men don't understand certain emotions that you may be going through. So we've got to make it to where our boys feel like it's okay. You know, we always have to be so macho, but we got to let our boys know, man, it's okay. You come. I may not have the answers, but I'll be a listening ear, bro. You know what I mean? So like you, you just said it right there. I think that's it's okay it. to not be okay because, especially if like what I'm gonna go bother Rosie and but they can't help me because we gotta, what are we looking for? An answer. Yeah. yeah. The support. We don't look for support because we've never been supported that way. Yeah. Like we don't look for like if we even have a coming to problem today without the the spouse, it's you know we're listening to you, but also to a certain extent we're looking for like okay, so what's the end result of this? How do we fix this? What 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 have you what have you done? So mm-hmm. if your your spouse is significantly ill, it's like well we can't do anything for it. We you know y'all got insurance dog. Like you you're going through <laughs> you're making sure the solutions are there, but you know how many of us. Are, are gonna sit and cry with our boy, right? 
you yeah. know, we're, we're uncomfortable crying and sitting in our own emotions, L- you know, let alone crying and sitting, you know, listening to somebody else that you can't like, there's no solution. You know, I look at Z all the time. We're watching stuff and she'll empathize. She'll be watching TV and I'm like, how, why you don't know? Why, why are you crying? Like she's there. She's bought into their feelings and whatever they're going through. And I'm like, what the heck? You know, yeah, that's yeah. how in tune some of our our women are. You know, um, so uh, so make sure y'all, I'm glad y'all have that. each other. Check out check out that podcast with the episode that I'm on uh, as Crescent Cuties. The other two things I wanted to bring up is I want to say Trump was right. Mexico is going to help pay for the border. However, it wasn't Trump that did it. It was President Biden. He's getting Mexico for the next two years to pay $1.5 billion towards border security and technology. Uh, President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador of Mexico agreed to that. Uh, So victory for Biden. Also, Biden got another little small victory. Not a wall, but it's like it's technology and stuff to help out, which is much smarter than a wall because walls can be penetrated and climbed over and dug under um wall street journal and washington times tried to call cap on the whole 10 year old being raped and having and having to have an abortion uh they didn't believe the story gonna find out someone has been arrested in that case so hopefully they made those retractions and corrections and apologies but i doubt it and the last thing i want to mention man um i'm not going to mention their name because you know they they want to keep it private, but the three of us and our close friends know what's going on. So to that person, that means a lot to all of us uh, in our circle of friends. I definitely want to pray for their recovery um, and their safety. We got the news a few days ago. It caught us all off by guard, <laughs> by guard, off guard. Um, and, you know, we haven't really talked about it that much individually, but um, I just wanted to send out prayers to them and uh, just know that they are in our thoughts and minds and we are wishing for the best, man. So just want to put that out there. Appreciate it. Uh, that's good, man. You guys got some good stuff. So I want to real quick to all the teachers going back, get your inner peace. I know there's a lot of stuff going on. My wife's a teacher and just I know that that feeling of going back after being off for a certain amount of time. So all the teachers uh, enjoy the last few weeks of your break. Uh, We thank you. Uh, The reason I say that is because there's a teacher shortage. I know they're trying to do something in Florida where they're saying any military ex-military personnel that uh, is trying to be a teacher, you know, might not have a degree or certification. uh, They're willing to work with them to. Um teach which yeah alabama lowered their standards too for uh teachers their requirements yeah instead of paying people teachers more because teachers are quitting left and right they're just hiring more and more people so uh to these school systems i pray for the education of our youth that's going to be really big and it's going to i think be a huge gap in the upcoming years as we fight to still be one of the most powerful nations in the 
the world because our, our education system, there's becoming even a larger gap. So uh, with that being said, three brothers, no sense. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.